Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And it's episode 121. And uh, we're talking today about don't wait for referrals, ask. You've got to ask. And uh, before we dive into this specifically, we'll get into the nitty gritty and the details. As always, I've got the man Ash Playstead with me in the other chair. So Ash, welcome. How's things your way? Uh, you know how much I love this topic, James and listeners, uh, you know, key partners, referral partners. Uh, but yeah, I am terrific, James. Great to be here. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, I am excellent. That's good to hear. And uh, yeah, we're going to attack this from a few perspectives, uh, not waiting for referrals from your partners, from your clients, from every which way uh, we want to talk about why you need to be asking. And um, let's let's just dive straight into it, Ash, because the first thing I think we should approach is what brokers mostly do with their clients and partners. And it kind of goes a little bit something like this. I don't know if you would agree. Listeners, we'll see if you agree. Here's how it kind of goes with clients. I'll just do a really good job and hope for referrals. With partners, I'll go to coffee, I'll go to lunch, I'll be visible, I'll be helpful and hope for referrals. I, I feel like, Ash, 90, 95%, maybe more of brokers would be using the hope strategy. The hope that if I'm just awesome and I'm around and I did the right job and a great job, I'll get referrals. Do you feel like that's how 90 plus percent of brokers approach referrals? I sure do. Look, whatever the percentage is, whether it's 90 or 100 or 80, it's too high. It's mm. really high, right? And I would say to listeners, look, it's, it's really not your fault. Look, I, I think there's a real missing uh, piece of learning or advice around the building and activation of referral partners. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of talk, advice, training, coaching, um, presentations around, as you said, James, be present, be visible, be part of their structure. All of that has some merit, I accept. However, it, it misses one key thing, and I, I come up against this a lot, particularly in the early stages that we uh, start working with uh, members, James, and that is the um, conversation that goes similar to what you just said, and then it comes down to well, how do I know if it's working? Um, how do I know the next time to follow them up? How do I know whether it's a relationship that I should keep pursuing? And I, I, I always bring the conversation back to, well, you need to have a little step in there that's called asking, right? If you don't ask, how do you know whether they've got the message? How do you know whether they've agreed? How do you know whether the relationship's genuine if you haven't asked. Like for me, and I don't want to get all, um, you know, re relive my traumatic teenage years here, listeners. However, how do you know if a girl wants to go out on a date with you? Well, you could wait for some sort of mysterious magic to happen that you just 
by being an awesome person, it might magically happen, or you could just ask. Yeah, yeah. Now, you could just ask and say, hey, do you want to go out on a date with me? Now, you might get a yes, you might get a no, but at least you'll know. Mm. So, right, and now take that forward to key partners. It's It blows me away how often brokers do all the hard work, right? Dig out um, people to speak to, go through the process of getting to know them, buying them coffee, catching up, going to an open house, uh, holding sales and trainings meetings for their team, doing all sorts of levels of awesomeness from that perspective. However, one thing they're not doing is actually directly asking for the business. Mm-hmm. And defining what success to that question or a yes to that question looks like. Yep. I think it's, right, that, that's, you've probably hit the nail on the head with what's going on in almost every single interaction. And uh, as you were talking, Ash, I was thinking maybe on the listener's behalf that probably the biggest objection from brokers in this instance is, oh, but uh, I don't want to have to ask because that's being salesy, that's being pushy. You know, what if they say no? And I think that's why the default for most people is just to hope that by being great at what you do and be, by being around, that you'll get referrals. And, and you mentioned it before, Ash, that that does work. If there's a scale of zero to 10, then uh, let's say you're not very good at your job. That's a zero. Let's just say you're amazing at your job, but you never ask for referrals. That's probably a two or three out of 10. You will get some referrals, but you're missing out on most of them, probably three or four or five times as many. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think most people are just afraid to ask because they incorrectly feel like it's salesy. And we come across this a bunch with working with members and some of the conversations we have is that a lot of people think asking for referrals is pushy or salesy. How do I keep in front of them without being annoying? You know, listeners, if you've got any of these words floating around or rattling around in your head, um, begging, uh, what are some of those words I mentioned? Ash, like, I'm afraid, I'm begging, I'm salesy, I'm pushy. Uh, they're completely wrong. Uh, and we need to get past them. There's a lot of There's a lot of psychological stuff that sits at the back of that, but that's maybe a direction we can go another day in this conversation. What I think would be really useful, listeners, I hope this is useful, is to actually talk through what asking actually looks like. Yep. Like, I think this is really important because you're right. I, I, you know, in my experience over many or well, decades, you know, working as a broker and, and working with and coaching other brokers is the level of the broking industry that would uh, self-identify as introverted is probably much higher than the general population, which is interesting because it's a job that requires you to be out talking to people. And yet I, so many brokers would identify as being quiet or shy or introverted. That's true, Asha. Yeah. How many jobs can you think of require that almost split personality? Like you've got to be great with numbers and love the numbers and the process, but you've got to be great with people. That's actually two completely different skill sets oh, jammed oh, into I'm- one. <laughs> I know, and, and, and I think therein lies the conflict mm. that we're talking about, which is I'm really good at what I do. Surely people will just see that and use me. But the reality is that, that that may you may drip out a referral every now and again when a client is desperate for help and 
you know, they end up in your lap once in a while. That's not a key partner. So first of all, I think we really, really need to deal with the misconception that asking for referrals is in any way salesy. It's not, right? It is not. That is the first mindset shift. Every single listener to this episode, stop using the word salesy. It's not salesy, right? We're using it to bring it to the forefront. You are simply asking for referrals is the logical conclusion to a process. That's all it is, right? You don't suddenly walk in and say, hey, I got to ask for referrals. You got any referrals? No, they'll hide under the desk when they see you coming if you do that, right? You've got to ask for referrals in a way that is completely logical, normal, and um, effective because the people that you're talking to have clients who need what you do. So what, you know, I would say the question should be asked, shouldn't be um, a sales-based question, it should be a choice-based question, as in if it's a real estate agent or an accountant or a planner or someone else, they've got clients who need the services that you give. The only thing that's in question is who gives it to them. Is it you or is it someone else or do they do it themselves, i.e. deal direct with a lender? That's the only thing. So really, you're just, you're just, encouraging the the partner to choose you and you're giving them a way to do it and this is the way we coach and train our members right is to shift away from a sales process it's a relationship process where the logical outcome is you saying here's how to refer clients here's the point at which to do it and here and this is the crucial bit here's what qualifies as a referral this is what qualifies as a referral right and Maybe we won't go into that exact definition today. I'm happy to if you want. But, you know, here's what qualifies as a referral. And in my experience, and I have dealt with hundreds of professionals, whether they be agents, accountants, planners, buyers, agents, builders, developers, all of them, I would say there would be one in 50 who, if you asked them to define what a referral is, they wouldn't be able to tell you. Or their definition would be, oh, when someone says they need help, uh, I'll send them to you. No, that's not a referral. No. Yeah, exactly. That's I don't not, think that's, that's not a referral, people. No. <laughs> now, most people don't understand this uh, this process, and most don't have a system for it. And I guess that's one of the key learnings from today is obviously the title gives it away, right? Don't wait for referrals. Ask. So we're talking about being proactive. Uh, but we're talking about being proactive in a systematic, repeatable way. So maybe, Ash, we can break down a little bit um, the ways to be proactive and design a repeatable or a systematic process for getting referrals from your clients or and or getting referrals from partners. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that because obviously we've got to be proactive, but the logical question from our listeners will be like, okay, well, how, how do I ask? When should I ask? How do I build a system that that actually works? Do you want to um, talk a little bit about maybe getting clients to refer you and then we can talk about partners? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's probably two um, uh, methodologies or or, or two frameworks or or circumstances in which you would be seeking referrals from your clients. Category one would be during the process of helping somebody get a loan. So there's opportunities to systemize during that process of submitting a loan, getting a loan approved and getting a loan settled. 
to systemize that and pick out the right points and the right process to ask for recommendations and or referrals. Then you've got the second category, which is an existing database, um, your portfolio, your trail book, your active clients, that you want to systematically go out to those clients and run a process, a campaign process that ends up ask, with you asking for referrals. Mm-hmm. So there's two of them. So we can talk about either or both, which one, I mean, maybe we start with the second one um, because, you know, it's reasonably topical. You know, what are we now? We're um, early, you know, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, the markets are interesting. You know, rates are up, prices are down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of brokers are looking to generate um, inbound opportunities beyond, um, you know, just people buying property. So they go to their database and they're like, well, okay, I'm sending newsletters. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. How do I systemize a process that is asking my clients referrals, but again, is not me coming across as someone who's wanting to make more money. Like this is the bit that we're trying to take out of the discussion, which is, you know, ringing up your client and saying, hey, you know, if you think I'm awesome, can you send me some clients? Um, that might work, if you know, I, I doubt it though. So to systemize that process, you know, there's a little workflow, you know, like sending out some an authority video to your database, then batching out personalized contacts to small sections of the database and inviting them into a free strategy chat to talk about what's going on in the market. And at the end of that process, you send them a thank you email with a link to share with friends, family, and work colleagues that may also um, value a free chat with you about their circumstances. So that's a systemized, organized way to add value to your client and ask for a referral at the end of it. Yeah, so you're exactly right, Ash. I mean, you know, when it comes to referrals, We've got to have systems. We've got to have repeatable processes. And I like what you mentioned and, and how you laid out the um, asking for referrals in multiple ways, you know, like asking in groups, asking in personal one-on-one situations. And unfortunately, brokers get it wrong and make the mistake of just asking once. You know, you've got to keep asking for referrals because people will forget that you're open for business. And one thing that I'll mention is that I've heard this from brokers a lot that uh, their clients, and you might have heard this too, Ash, uh, listeners as well. Have you ever heard a client say, oh, I didn't realize you wanted referrals. I thought you were so busy and couldn't take on new clients. Uh, Have you ever heard that before, Ash? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's amazing how often, I mean, this is in the same category as, as, as clients still saying to this day in 2023, Oh, how do you get paid? Oh, I thought you charge fees. What's yeah, it going to cost? Exactly. Like, this is why you've got to reduce the referral process down to first principles. And what's the first principle? Make it very clear to the client or the whoever it is what you want. Mm. Now, ask. Now, I, I just want to pick up something you said, James, if you don't mind. And I think this is really, really key. Uh, I'd love this to be a key takeaway, actually, and that is, Asking for referrals scares people because they believe they've got to keep doing the same thing over and over. This goes to what you said about having a repeatable process. So the repeatable process is not constantly asking for referrals. I'm saying, hey, you got any referrals? Hey, you got any referrals? Hey, you got any referrals? That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is have a process where the seeking of a referral is a logical conclusion to the process, right? 
So the referral is a logical conclusion to a process, not a process in of its own. And I think that's something that I want to make really clear for people to take away, whether it's with key partners, whether it's with existing clients that like, we've just been talking about or going or, or in, you know, integrating it into um, you know the relationship with a new client and perhaps asking for referrals between approval and settlement. It's a natural step in an overall process where you're already adding value to the client or to the to the partner, right? This is where you've got to get it, the mindset shifted. Yep. It's a natural part of an overall process, right? And this is what we talk about, what we coach, what we advise and teach is how to manage the process in a way that adds value but also bakes in that last important step, which is the extraction of the referrals, which generally only happens if you ask for them mm-hmm. and make it clear. So that's the that was sort of what I wanted to get across that you touched on before. With you know, you, you know, it's not, you, it's not, it's not. A, we're not a call center. We're not saying you know, sit by your phone and just ring people and say, hey, you got a loan for no. me? Like you know, <laughs> that 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 might work, but you might have to call a thousand people to get one loan. I'm not sure. Well, that's- you know, to be a you know, just it's it's not a good use of your time, right? And no. who would want to do that? No, and I think that's another misconception we can touch on briefly. In that, uh, I, I drew this on my iPad just as we were talking, and there's a little diagram <clears throat> that sort of says uh, it's not just about asking for loans. You're not asking for referrals necessarily. There is a smarter approach to extracting business from clients and partners where you put a thing in the middle. So. Uh, for example, Ash, you know, some of the things that we do in our business and our successful members do uh, in their business is they, they put a thing in the middle that people actually want. So if you're working, if you've got some clients who can send you leads or you've got a partner who can send you business, you can easily just roll up to those people and say, hey, do you have anybody that you can send me? Literally, like make a direct introduction to someone you think needs my services right now. So that's one way to do it. The other way to do it, which is in in our experience far more effective, is to put this thing in the middle. So you go to that same client or partner and say, hey, instead of send me someone who you think needs a loan, you say, hey, do you know anyone that would be interested in uh, coming to an event? Or you put a thing in the middle that is helpful. And I think you mentioned it before, Ash, valuable. If you put help and value in between the ask and the loan, I reckon you would have five to 10 times the success with referrals because your clients and your partners will be more happy to share valuable things with their with the people they know than to just send you business. Um, well, that's 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 my huge tip for, for this one. Yeah, I think they're great takeaways, and I really think there's a couple of absolute nuggets there to take out of this episode. And look, we're all different people. We've all got different personalities, um, and what we're looking to impart here, I think, James, is there's a process that works. You still add your own personality, whatever that happens to be, whether you're outgoing, introverted, talkative, quiet, tall, short, you know, all of those things. They're not that relevant if you follow the process. You can add your own personality. And this, I think, relieves or releases a lot of the stress and anxiety 
that a lot of people feel about the referral process because it triggers that fear of rejection. It, it triggers that fear of selling something. Oh, I don't like selling something. It doesn't meet my core values or I'm not comfortable with it. Right, there's a lot of reasons why people will avoid that. However, when you make it a process of adding value and all you're doing is simply adding your own personality, where the referral is just a sensible thing to do. Like it, it's just if you didn't ask for the referral, you'd, it'd be incomplete. That's what works. Now, you can add your own personality. Um, of course, it's not we're not robotic about this, but the process of how you go about getting in front of opportunities, whether they're clients, referral partners, can be systemized. When you sit with them, that arc of that process can be systemized. You add your own personality, and then you logically conclude the discussion by saying, hey, if this has been really useful, uh, I'd appreciate you know, the following outcome. Yeah, 100%. And the following, out, the following outcome is when you come across clients that want to buy properties and they tell you that they're speaking to a, another broker, tell them that part of your service is that you get a second opinion from, from me. Definitely. Right? That, so you, you see what I just did? I just actually asked for a referral without ever using the word ask or even referral. Oh, yeah. There's a, lot, there's a number of uh, ninja ways to do this. And there's actually a lot of nuance and mindset shifts and scripting and process to do this successfully. Um, for those of you that are interested, we um, have an Accelerate Key Partners program that can take you through this process. Works incredibly well if you want a shortcut. And, you know, we talk about shortcuts all the time. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, Ash, we've talked about referrals in an, probably a f at least a few other episodes. So there's 120 other episodes, uh, listeners. You can dive back through on our website or on your favorite listening app and, uh, See what else we've got to say about referrals because there's a bit more to this than what we've talked about today. But I think the key message is pretty clear, Ash. Don't sit on the sidelines. Don't just think because you're good at what you do and you, you know, patted the dog and you delivered a great loan that you're going to get referrals and that you're taking them for lunches and coffees, you get referrals. Doesn't work like that. Got to ask. Got to be proactive. Um, it's a great convo, Ash. Is there anything you want to uh, add to uh, wrap it up? Yeah, we can never talk about this too much, James. I know it, it's, it's, it's been a thread through other episodes, but it's a topic that can never be spoken about too, too much because it's so important for you know, our listeners to, to, I guess, take the learning away that getting referrals is not skill-based. Getting referrals is process-based. Just remember that. You don't need to be some white shoe wearing smooth talker to get referrals it's process based so whoever you are no matter what stage you're at in the journey listening to this episode right now i want you to get off and go and feel a level of confidence but you can learn a process right this is not teaching you to be someone you're not this is just taking who you are and adding it into a proven process oh you better believe it. i can attest to that just to sum it up ash is um you know from personal experience i i'm an introvert as well and when I was a broker, uh, you know, back in the day, I was the same. I felt like most of our listeners probably do in that I was uncomfortable at times asking for referrals, but I developed a process and a way to take that, uh, I guess, approach or mindset that I had away and instead reposition it in a way that allowed me to get referrals without it coming across as being salesy 
or any of those negative thoughts that I had. So it is, it's just a process. Anyone can learn it. It's about being good and helpful and present and asking and uh, get to work and do it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pick up the phone and call us. Look, we love this and we love seeing you guys win. So investigate um, how you can learn this skill and bring or learn this process and bring it into your business in a way that you feel good about because we're very much about feeling good about it and it being congruent and aligned with, you know, you as a person and your business. That's, um, you know, that and that's the good news. That's the way it should be, right? Yeah, totally agree. Uh, listeners, hope you've liked this episode. And, of course, we'll be back next week, as we always are, and uh, looking forward to seeing you then. As we've mentioned, there's plenty more resources on our website. You can learn from us and a ton of podcast episodes. So dive in, chew it up, give us a buzz, and let's build your business. Ash, have yourself an awesome week, you two listeners, and uh, catch you next time. I will, James. You too. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.